0: Thanks for listening to another life-transforming message from the team here at C3 Southwest Washington. To find out more about our church, visit C3SWWA.com. Thank you for the introduction. I I don't need to introduce um, what I'm going to talk about now, but... uh, yeah, Valerie's coming after me. I'm really thankful that I get to go first. Otherwise, I'd have a lot to live up to. I, I tell you what, I really could have used, I'm sure, her message when I was single because I didn't enjoy it to its fullest. So I hope to, I look forward to hearing that. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was not the most happy single person. I'll tell you what, uh, I did everything in my power to get, to, to get my wife to get on board and get together <laughs> with me. That's, That's basically right. the point there. <laughs> That's what happened. So, uh, so yeah, I'm talking about family. I'm really thankful to be able to have the opportunity to talk about that today with my church family. So I'm kind of piggybacking off of what Wena talked about last week. Um, basically, she talked about intentional grandparents, and that was so great. And basically, I had intentional grandparents. That's what I'm going to start talking about today. I have a quote that I want to read to you guys today. Uh, up there already, I'm just going to read that and uh, try to explain why it's important to me. Our personal experiences often authenticate and earth, gospel, and bring down to earth is what I I would say, the gospel message for people. Our story can be a particularly effective way of connecting with people in a culture that values experience more highly than truth. Now, I see that a lot. I mean, with the people that I work with, um, I read a book, um, The Case for Christ. I had all this good stuff in there. I stuck it in my brain for a while. It has since faded away. My memory is not so great, as you can see. Um, I forgot to put shoes on my kids this morning. (laughs) And when I say kids more than one. I have both of my sons without shoes this morning because we were out the door and I forgot it. But the case for, the case for Christ, I got some stuff in there, you know, and I'd it into conversations. And, you know, people that aren't necessarily looking for Christ right then, it doesn't hit them so much. It's mostly actions, my attitude. The, the, so, so the truth in that book didn't really translate the way I wanted it to. So, so that right there, people... Um, respond to experience is something that I have come to note that is true. When you share your story, we do not position ourselves as authorities on faith, but as listeners, experiencers, and those who are on a journey. So, yeah, let's go ahead and pray. Dear Lord, I pray that you will just allow us to hear your word today. Allow me to speak through you, Lord God. Just help us to um, show our journey to other people. Look to people who have led us and gather what we can for them and share it with other people. amen, amen. okay, so uh, picture of my grandfather Fred yeah so um, I had the great opportunity when I was going to college to stay with them a few days a week. They live here in Van they lived here in Vancouver at the time and uh, I just it was just so cool to be like a young adult and be able to experience them like Rowena. Kids, they're getting it. They're soaking it all in, and it's going to impact their lives. But when they get older and they get to know her as a grown person, it's going to add even more to that. So my grandfather Fred, he, uh, growing up, he lived in Montana, and uh, his neighborhood, all of the kids in the neighborhood were trying to figure out a way to make money. So they got together and they said, "We can hitchhike to the golf course, and we can make money there." And they told Fred about it, and he he said, "Yeah, I'll go." Uh, didn't know anything about it. I guess some other kids had already done it, so he just trusted that that, that would be okay. They went and stood on the highway, put their thumbs up. Somebody picked him up, drove him to the go- golf course, dropped him out, and he's like, what do we do next? And his guys go, we go stand at the first tee, and we just stand there kicking rocks until somebody comes by. And they were hoping that someone would say, here, kid, carry my bag for me. So he just stood there, and finally someone said, hey, you want to carry my bag? And he said, yeah. So he, you know, Montana is like a desert at times so he's just a kid nothing on his back just rides out there um, grabs this bag doesn't know anything about golf never even seen the golf course before he just walks around and the, the guy grabs the clubs himself because he doesn't know which ones to give him and uh he goes around 18 holes and he's sweaty and he's tired and then he the guy throws him some change out of his pocket so then he goes and stands in the first first hole again 18 holes again, two holes of 18. I've never even done that myself. (laughs) I've done it once and I said, I'm done. Uh, Even when I was young, my back was tired of it. So he did that, he had some change in his pocket and he's like, all right, I got some change in my pocket. He goes, uh, they're gonna head out to the highway and they walk by the cafe and he looks to his left and he sees a piece of cake. Now, this describes my grandfather, like, in so many different ways. It's so profound. Like, the old timiness of the story, he goes up to the guy, he goes, how much is this piece of cake? And the guy goes, 50 cents. And he gets in his pocket, he pulls it out, he's got 50 cents. And he said, so all, like, for him, this is a perfect opportunity. had just enough to get the thing that he wanted most in the world at that time, and even actually up until the day he passed. He probably would never rather have anything in the world other than a piece of cake, chocolate, fudge, or a cookie. So he gave that guy 50 cents and was so thankful for it. So thankful for it. He got that cake, he ate it, and he goes, I tell you, Tyler. He was telling me, this as a young adult, that's the best piece of cake I have ever had in my life. And that takes me to my first point, because when I think of thankfulness, I think my grandparents. My grandfather was so thankful for that piece of cake. So thankful when he moved out of here to Vancouver. Um, when he saw Vancouver for the first time, he thought it was a paradise. How many people live in here think? Yes, I live in a paradise. <laughs> Anybody? Any hands? Okay, some of you do. Uh, he he literally meant it. Every day of his life that he lived in Vancouver, he said he was thankful to live there. It was a paradise. That he was able to bring his family out there, get a job at the railroad, and be able to, be able to work there. So I got a scripture verse for you guys that basically describes uh, my grandparents. My counsel for you is simply, Paul says, is simple and straightforward. Just go ahead with what you've been given. You received Christ Jesus, the Master. Now live Him. You're deeply rooted in him. You're well-constructed upon him. You know your way around the faith. Now do what you've been taught. School's out. Quit studying the subject and start living it. And yet your living spill over into Thanksgiving. Now this is my first point because I wanted to make sure I got it out of the way because I think it is so valuable. Like when I run into someone with overabundance of Thanksgiving, it is magnetic. It is magnetic. And it is something that, like, just automatically, like, that person has something that I might have. For someone who doesn't know Christ, who's someone who's not interested in, like, for, you know, statistics of the Bible and the truth in it and the proof that's out there, uh, Thanksgiving is something that really resonates with people. And my uh, grandparents, Marvin Dorothy, um, every day thankful um, I'm going to try to do it justice, but um, my grandfather, when I, when I got a piece of property, it wasn't finished. It was just dirt everywhere, and it had a lot of drainage problems, so he was thankful that he got the opportunity to help his grandson out, and he came out to my place And weeks. He would leave my excavator. He would run it I would run it, he would run it, and he was always just thankful to be out, be working, to have an excavator to work on, to have a grandson to hang out with. The same with my grandmother. When, when she's doing her garden, she's thankful for it. When it produces, she's thankful for it. And I'm going to try to say this. this. It's the most profound three words um, that, that you can hear. Um, he would just, out of the blue sometimes, something would happen. He'd be like, my grandmother would be, thank you, Jesus. And every time it's like, whoa, he means it. Like, I'm doing my own thing. I hear him... <laughs> I th- I hear him say that, and my grandmother. Thank you, Jesus, for my grandkids that are here today. Like it, it just hits you. It just hits you hard every time uh, that that happens. So um, I got a picture of uh, my grandma, grandma, grandpa Marvin, Dorothy. Uh, they've been married for sixty-five years. Um, um, Fifty-four years for my uh, Fred and Marie. Um, but yeah, 65 years they've been married. They're watching online today, hopefully. They were planning on making it out, so. <laughs> Hello. Uh, another thing that, uh, that family has provided for me over the years, um, the next is power of service. The power of service. Uh, Marvin Dorothy, as I picture before, um, they ran a service station, a gas station, in Kathlam in a small town. And uh, it was like preordained that they would have a service station in Cathlamet because everybody in the town came through there. There wasn't a single person in town that didn't stop and get gas or get something else one time or another and they had a full service station and just like they served their community. They lived out Jesus through everyone they served. Uh, and one example of that, my brother told me this not too long ago, they had a full service station so people would pull up I don't even know if they have, they have it in Oregon but in Washington not so much. You pull up they check your oil, they check your tires, they do your gas for you. So he's having my brother, a teenager, do that at one time, and he uh, left the gas cap off of someone that did the gas, and he set it on the back of the truck, and um, they took off, and it was gone. They came back, engine light was on. So I think this was in the late 90s, so the engine light came on, and they came back, they got out, and boy, were they upset. So my grandpa Marv, being the servant he did, came out there and talked to him. And my brother was hiding inside the window inside of the gas station, just watching, just watching this experience that he's having. I can only imagine these people just lit into my grandfather. You shouldn't let a teenager tuck a, touch a car if they don't know what they're doing, this, that, and the other thing. And, um, and, it, and it was, like, scary for my brother. He was worried about what could happen. They looked in the back of the truck, found the gasket, put it on. They were mad. They, they zoomed off. And my brother was like, oh no, I really messed up big time. Oh my goodness. My grandfather came inside and he goes, hey, uh, so on the next one that comes by, you might want to put the gas cap on. And then, you know, grandpa went back in the back to cool off because, but they served their community in hard times, good times. Those people got to witness a person being gracious when they didn't do anything wrong, when they didn't necessarily have to. A story like that for my brother's like, my goodness, I don't put up with that with what I do at my work. I'm not going to let somebody talk to me like that, but that's what they did. That's how they served their community in Kath And also, my grandmother Dorothy, um, she served her community um, up until a few years ago. She, would, uh, she loved saying this. I'm sure she'll remember. She uh, would tell my wife, I'm going to jail. Everybody, I'm going to jail. she walk room I'm going to jail after church, I'm going to jail. She would go do uh, women's ministries at the the local jail and she liked to say it that way and she would just take her Bible and she would just go and uh, and do that. I got a scripture verse um, for the power of service um, and I will try to read that. I want to try to get through um, all my scriptures uh, before my time's up. <laughs> Colossians 3:2324 Whatever you do, work it at. Work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters, since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. It is the Lord Christ you are serving. And Philippians 2.4. Look not every man at his own things, but every man also on the things of others. So, all right, and then uh, the power of biblical living is something that... uh, We're all trying to attest to, right? We're all here today in the service. Um, Here is an example of my grandma Dorothy living out biblical principles. So back a couple slides. There's no picture of it. Um, So um, there was a windstorm in Kathlamet. It's pretty windy out there, more windy than here. And a bunch of trees came down um, on the road, and some other people saw an opportunity. Some uh, three uh, young men on a mission uh, came down her driveway, knocked on her door, and asked her if she'd like some help. And she recognized right then an opportunity to share Christ with these young men because she knew that what they were after, but she also knew what she was after. <laughs> so she said, I'm going to need, yes, I definitely want you guys' help, but I'm going to need you guys to come back to, come back tomorrow. Yes. So what she did, she sent them away, and she goes in her house, immediately gets out the Bible. She's got to get prayed up. She's <laughs> got to get worded up. For when these people come back, she's got to be able to deliver the biblical truth to these, to these young men. So what did they do the next day? They're outside cleaning up the yard. She's at the window waiting, <laughs> waiting for them to come because she has an opportunity to reach out to these people, and it's so funny. She gets them come in there, and, and, yeah, they did not know what to expect when they got in there, and they they were not used to other people having just as much information as they did when they came in and sat down and got their books out. She got her books out. She got her notes out, and they went back and forth, and she just relished the experience Uh, like she does every day of her life. I tell you, my grandmother probably in a week has asked more people if they'd like to know Jesus than I might in my entire life, to be honest with you. Um, And that has translated. um, Oh, I got another scripture for you. It's Titus 2, 7. And everything set them an example by doing what is good, In your teaching show integrity and seriousness. Now, uh, my family has done nothing but integrity and seriousness, um, as long as I can remember. Um, Be serious about God, be serious about church. And uh, so that has translated and moved on down to, for my grandparents, uh, now to my parents. I got a picture of them up there. Um, I tried to find a picture of them on a trip, but I think that's just on vacation with us in Yellowstone. (laughs) Um, So one thing impressed me about them is they definitely live out biblical principles. They don't Tell me to do one thing, and then I find them doing another, and that's just like, yes, that's what I need. Like, I do not need to like be surprised. You know, as a kid growing up, um, one thing that uh, I do appreciate about my parents is, in retirement, they have made the decision to like serve even more. They uh, found a company called Love Inc. They put in um, wheelchair ramps for people who need it, or take them out from people who don't, and it's free of service in our community. So a couple days a week. Uh, My dad will go over and uh, just help people out that need a wheelchair ramp and then then witness to them at the same time. So um, I will go ahead and move on to my closing points. Okay. Um, (laughs) I'll read that in a second. Go ahead and read it ahead of time. Uh, Basically, all of these things have culminated into um, the way I want to be a parent, the the leadership qualities that I want to have. Um, Just reaching out to other people, just like telling my story, just having, um, you know, a thankful heart for other people. Um, Serving other people is the only way I really know how to reach other people. I feel like it's so hard to get that, um, you know, desire for people just like, read them a scripture or tell them how it is or tell them what they should or they shouldn't do. It just doesn't seem to, to translate. I know as a young person, it's hard to sometimes relate to the Bible when you're living in the world and, and, and doing all that. So um, I think this is just my prayer for everyone today is just like become uh, that person, become that family member, become that leader. Uh, I'll read this first because it, it basically says it for me. Um, Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you, which would be my family members and and the members of my church. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. Way of life. I mean, I look at people at one side and then the other. When I see someone who has that thing, that has that faith, has that something inside of them that keeps them going, that keeps them helping other people and and, uh, witnessing and just doing positive things, like that's the kind of life that I want to have. That's the kind of thing that I think shines on other people. So um, I'm going to go ahead and pray, and then I will I'll let Val jump in. Jesus, I just thank you for allowing me to speak today. I thank you for the all the other speakers today. I just pray that you will just uh, bless our church, bless bless everyone here. Lord God, help us to, to understand your word, um, live out your message, live out your truth in our lives for other people to um, understand the benefits and the truths that are in you. Amen. Thanks for listening. To find out more about our pastors, leaders, and what we do at C3 Church, visit our website at c3swwa.com.